when he was studying music, he, of course, um, discovered that musical notes hold vibration. And at the same time, numbers hold vibration. And numbers oscillate at a different rate per second. So this is why why we feel them, right? This is where we see a pattern of a number or we have a lucky number or we have an unlucky number. This is our brain's way of describing the energy that we feel. Hey, CEOs, welcome back to the CEO Wing Woman Show. I'm your host, Christy Bowie, and I am so excited to get started with today's episode. Jessica is another person who absolutely loves numbers like I do, but she approaches it a little bit differently. And I think you guys will find this so exciting and so unique and really give you a little bit more of an intuitive look into your business. So I am so excited to announce Jessica Serrato. She was a former corporate executive turned intuitive healer, and she's been immersed in numbers for decades. She is a certified numerologist and energy strategist, and she uses this to train translate the energy of dates, numbers, and patterns into everyday language to help you feel more confidence and joy. So really what we're going to be doing today is learning about how these numbers can kind of teach us things in our lives, in our business. So Jessica, I am so excited to welcome you. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. It's like two really of my favorite things, business, numbers, <laughs> intuition. Oh, that was three, yes. but you know, all of this all twined together. It's awesome. Yes. And I think it's so fun that we're both like very, probably numbers people, but probably from a very different approach. So I would love to kind of see the other side of how to approach numbers. So I would love for you to just get started sharing, you know, kind of what it is you do and give our audience an insight into, you know, what a numerologist is and does. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, I think it is surprising, but we both started off very similar. So just a little bit of the origin story, my story started on Wall Street. I was a trader. Um, And so very much immersed in the masculine side and the spreadsheets. And, um, but there was always the intuitive side. And I feel like everyone listening, your intuition is there. Um, And numbers are a language through which your intuition can speak. So learning the energy of numbers is like learning another language, like learning Spanish, except uh, it's, it's just in a different way. So, you know, to appease maybe the science and math mind really quick, this is where numerology um, comes from. So Pythagoras, who was this Greek mathematician and um, scientist, A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Let's take us back to like high school when we learned this. He was actually studying music. and. When he was studying music, he, of course, um, discovered that musical notes hold vibration. And at the same time, numbers hold vibration. And numbers oscillate at a different rate per second. So this is why why we feel them, right? This is where we see a pattern of a number, or we have a lucky number, or we have an unlucky number. This is our brain's way of describing the energy that we feel. And then right away, I hear this question, well, how can my lucky number be seven and your unlucky number be seven? And that is because you and I have different numerology. The number body like responds differently. Yes. The based on the date of our birth. So based on the numbers 
that were in existence the day we entered this universe in this lifetime uh, is our coded in our DNA. And so depending how our numbers interact with the universal numbers that are all around us, it feels like uh, two keys of a keyboard. It sounds like harmony, like da, or it sounds like, uh, right? It's like how That's this, wrong. right? So just imagine numbers holding a light wave or a sound wave, just like you could, you know, just like you would imagine that. And so each one of us feels these numbers differently. And so it's like, so what? Okay, so once we know this, once we know the energy of us, once we know the energy of others, once we can put language to why we are feeling or how we are feeling, we can harness the energy. And so if we know a date is coming up where the energetic frequency underlying it feels really good to us, well, we're going to pack our day uh, with stuff that feels really good in our business. Um, and, you know, some days really lend themselves to productivity and tasks. You ever feel that? Like some days you're just going in and like you hit every green light and you're like, yes. yeah, this feels so oh my great. Gosh, totally. And then sometimes yeah. you're just like, no, wait, well, yeah. I don't understand what's going on. Yes. Like the light was green for five seconds and it stopped just for me. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. So and funny. other days it's like you're going against the wind. And the more we can realize that and really realize the patterns in our life, uh, we can adjust and we can change um, if we're wanting, right? So numerology, I always say, is is not fortune telling. It's like forecasting. It's like yes. the meteor. It's like meteorology, right? It's but for numbers. So it's like it's going to tell us what the weather is going to be like, but then it's up to us to decide if we're going to bring an umbrella or if we're just going to go out in the rain. It's it's kind of like that. I love that, and I actually love that you brought like the math and science side into it because for me. I started doing like meditation a few weeks or a few months ago. And when I first started, they kept bringing in, okay, like all the signs of astrology and like why you're feeling a certain way when something's happening. And my like very logical brain took a really long time to understand that. But when somebody sat me down, I was like, okay, Christy, you know, like the moon changes the tides, right? Like we know that that's a scientific fact. The moon carries energy and it like changes that. So, you know, your body is made up of water too. So why in the world can the moon not change the energy of your body when it's the same mass as like the tides? And I was like, oh my gosh, it all made sense to me. So I love that for our a little bit more like math and science minded brains, you kind yeah. of brought in like, yes, there is kind of like facts to back it up because I think a lot of the stuff is presented to us in more of like a woo woo energy way, which like, that's, that's kind of how people tend to run with it sometimes, which is fine and great. But for those of us who need like the basis of like, why is that actually what it is? Like when you said numbers create different vibrations, like to me, that made so much sense. Like that is why I respond a different way. And like knowing that my body is created differently than somebody else's and that may respond to the vibrations differently. Like, yes, I am on board. This is so yes. cool. <laughs> So I just kind of want, you know, you kind of mentioned that knowing some of these numbers and dates can really help us with our business productivity and like how to leverage those times. So I would love for you to just give us a little bit of background on, okay, what should we be looking for, thinking about to really harness those days that, you know, we know are coming up or specific times or events so that we can really know, you know, when we're going to be the most productive and, and leverage kind of the energy that numbers in the earth are providing us. 
Yeah. So the first thing is learning about our own personal numerology. And actually I'll share with all of your listeners, a free resource. It's a free ebook I've created and you can just, you can calculate one part of your chart. That's your ruling number. And then you can start to play with, okay, how does my number interact with the universal energy of the day? So depending on the day that you are listening to this, you want to just look at all the dates of uh, the digits of that date. And that creates this universal energy. And you can start to notice patterns. Ah, every time there's an eight energy day, I procrastinate. And every time there's a five, right? You can start to notice these these patterns. But also, you can plan in your business for universally what most people will be feeling because we're all energetic beings. So you can identify um, great times of the year to launch where people are open, um, maybe more so to starting something new or investing. You can um, find windows of the year where it is best maybe for you to take a step back and self-study and create where the creation energy is really strong. So that's just one way you can do it. And the second part is, you know, bringing in another um, uh, aspect of numerology, which is the playing cards. So our calendar is based on a deck of playing cards. and this is dance, dates all the way back to the time of Atlantis. And so if you think about how these are related, um, you have four seasons and there's four suits in the deck. You have 13 moon cycles and there are 13 numbers in each of the suits. Uh, there are 12 months of the year. There are 12 court cards, Jack, Queen, King. And if you add up, I know everyone's going to do this now. If you go to your deck of cards and you add up all of the numbers in that deck, you get 364. And then you add the joker. 365 and a quarter. Okay. So and it's all in an underlying geometrical pattern. So imagine all of these cards in like a geometrical pattern, right? And so on the day you were born, you were born into a contract, a card, which represents what I like to say your job description. So the numbers, the digits, the Pythagorean side we talked about is us, is our, um, who we are. And these cards are what we're meant to do in the world, our job description. And each one of these cards, uh, it won't, it won't go, but the geometrical pattern is connected to another card and you are meant to serve them. They are your ideal client. And so looking at the energy of that card, it can be a person born into that, or it can be a person who just holds that energy of that contract. And you can identify, okay, what are, uh, what are their biggest fears? What are their lifelong lessons? Um, What are they wanting help with? You know, a lot of times when we look at ideal client avatars, we look to the demographics, how old they are. And yes, that is helpful sometimes to identify them. But truly what you're doing is you're wanting to connect your energy with theirs. And so by looking at their chart and saying, okay, what are their challenges? And looking at your chart and saying, ah, like what are my strengths? Aha. And then from there, you create programs and content and copy to say, like, I always laugh, like everyone's like, how do you know how I'm feeling? I'm like, uh, it's math. Because I will say, like, listen, I, I understand you might be feeling this and I get it, but here's how I can help. And then their mind is just like, what? Oh right. Gosh. And then I can say, and listen, I probably know right now that these are your objections. You, you know, and I list out the objections. And so sometimes like the overcoming the objections is actually easier because I'm aware of them in their chart. And so I can speak to them right away in business. And it's not, um, you know, it's, it's, 
just about being of service, right? It's just saying like, listen, I know you are feeling this way. I can feel it. And so let me help you. Um, and so I work a lot with people in business to really identify their energetic ideal client. And also, I don't know if you feel this, but a lot of times in business, we're not fully aware of our strengths or like we, we do things all the time that it takes someone to hold a mirror in front of us and be like, Christy, do you see how good you are at this? Oh my gosh. Yes. It's like, I don't yeah. know that what I'm doing is like actually that useful to people until somebody's like, wait, no, like I can't do that. You yes. can. <laughs> And not to put any pressure on yourself, but you are uniquely developed to do yeah. this in this lifetime. So if not you, then who? Oh my gosh. I love that. Like right. I, I was made to do that. Like yes. how do I really embody what exactly I was made to do? Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of people maybe fear being put in a box, right? So a lot of times the personality assessments are all of these things, right? But for me, numerology just creates this structure. So you and I might share a contract, for example, a job description, but how we do that is very different, right? Um, we might both be meant to be, let's use nurses, but I might um, be better served as a nurse in a prison and you might be better as a nurse in a school or a hospital, right? So that's why sometimes people with similar birth dates or similar energy, there are these nuances here of, um, yes, we are similar, similarly coded, <laughs> it's a hard word to say, um, but there, there is uniqueness for all of us, even twins, okay, even that's twins. so interesting. So it's like, what kind of your energy tells you, but it can be, you know, appearing in different ways. Correct. Yeah. Okay. That's so interesting. So is there, you know, off the top of your head, are there some traits that would kind of be told to us in our chart and then compared to our clients? Like what, I guess, exactly would that look like? What we, would we be able to learn about ourselves? Maybe if you have an example for you yeah. or somebody you've worked with, would love to hear that. Yeah. So my, um, my contract in this lifetime if, from my numbers and my cards is creating pathways, uh, creating possibilities uh, and living in the present moment. Uh, this is what I do best. And um, I also take action and I'm meant to take action very quickly. That can also be a challenge, right? This is, this is also not always a great thing, but this mm -hmm. is who I am. And my ideal client, uh, their biggest challenge is indecision. And so what I yeah. help them do is get out of the indecision, right? Um, and so it's, it, see how that's very uniquely coded of yeah. because I am uber decisive, mm -hmm. I am best like, but I can understand their challenges. But you can also see how if you're not aware of that um, and you're trying maybe to, um, you're expecting your clients to be as decisive decisive as you, and you're not taking the time to help them work through the indecision, you're missing out on this opportunity. And, you know, I know that my, my client, for example, doesn't need and actually is paralyzed by choice. Ooh, that's so I literally, you know exactly how to sell them. So I don't offer them 10 oh options because if I do, they will choose zero. Oh my gosh. So I take them through a customer journey, which is narrow okay whereas if you are coded to um say a ruling number five 
or an other, um, just thinking like if another card that is a bit more uh, flow and who actually requires choice, well then of course you're going to want to speak to that. And, and that is a person you might want to offer choice to. So it really, like it, it really, each card, I mean, there's 52 contracts, right? Each one is, is so specific. Um, but also what we can do is, I think, you know, sometimes as CEOs or entrepreneurs, you know, we are working by ourselves. And when we um, maybe are in a position to hire or we're looking for someone to help us, of course, it is easier to look for people who are like us. But is that who we need? Not no. necessarily. <laughs> no. I always say I need someone smarter than me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Somebody who's good right? at the things I'm not because I need them to call me out on those things that yes. I'm just unaware of. Exactly. And for example, I do not have a four in my chart. And I think I'm going to use the number four because I feel this is a number that, that everyone can, can feel into. So if you feel into the number four, it's like the four legs of a table, square, structure, foundation, the building blocks. It's like right at the base. It's in an energetic grid that's right at the base. Um, I have none of that <laughs> in my chart. Wait, I don't have a four either. <laughs> that's so interesting. Okay. Now I have uh, four ones, which if you think about that, are like, this is how my mind works. Okay. So if I ask for help, from someone who also has a lot of ones, we're going to be like, oh my gosh, right? nothing's going to get done. Nothing's going to get done. <laughs> so I seek out people who are strong structurally, who like to create foundations, who sometimes sees things um, more as, um, I was like, it's not meant to sound boring. That's not the case. But like, I also get senses of colors. And, and so for me, the four is like brown and dirt. I taste dirt a little bit. So it's like. like stability, like earthy. Yes, this is yeah. it, Christy. Yes, this is it, right? I feel it. Like I can feel what you're saying. It's like so, so that's what, rooted and yeah, grounded. Yeah, rooted, yes. So that's what I look for <laughs> okay. because I am not. <laughs> I love that. And it actually makes me think because like the way that I always say I serve my clients, my clients are just very, very visionary people. They're starters. They have ideas and they're like, okay, I'm up here and I have like 15 things I want to start. And I, while I'm not a four and like super, super grounded, I'm probably the intermediary between like, okay, I take you and kind of concentrate you a little bit. Like we focus, we, we find our, you know, path where we need to go. But that's so interesting, even you saying, you know, knowing the difference between your ideal client and you and how they jive together. I mean, that's definitely something I've been noticing and I'm, I'd be so curious to know like what, what numbers that is, because that sounds, yeah, that sounds exactly like my situation. Yeah. It's so and, cool. and remember there's lots of different calculations in the chart. So, I mean, I'm curious, I'm not going to ask you your birth date live, but we can but do can, that after, can, right? We can do it. <laughs> um, so if we look at your birth date, it might be an underlying area of your chart, right? Or just like an indicator of, of what that is. So, um, do you want to do yeah, yeah, do you want to do it? If you're open to it. it. Okay. Oh gosh, okay. Okay. Do you need to pull something up? No, just a paper and pencil. Good. Let's do it. Oh my okay. God, I'm so excited. I'm going to learn so much. Okay, go for it. It's March 22nd, 1995. Well, there oh. you go. There's your four. 22nd, two plus two equals four. That's your personal oh day energy. 
that's the groundedness. Ooh. But also, let's, this is where it gets a little bit mathy, but not much. Oh my gosh, Christy. Does it make sense? What you're ruling it? four. You're ruling number four. Oh, this is like what I you're really meant to do. Four. Three plus two plus two plus one plus nine plus nine plus five equals 31. Three plus one equals four. <gasps> Look, so I am meant to ground people. Oh my gosh. You guys, yep. I'm in the right career. You are in the right career. <laughs> yes. That's so fun. That's so cool that there are like different ways and that it's like pulled you're, out. You're really good at creating a plan. Oh my gosh, I totally am. Because I'm going to show you, oh my gosh, and you are a doer. So I'm going to sh- uh, I'm going to show you and if you're listening and you're not seeing, what I'm doing is each of the numbers has a home base in the frequency. It's an energy grid and it looks like a tic-tac-toe. So if you think of the top row as a tic-tac-toe, that's your mind. That's your mental energy. The middle row of the tic-tac-toe is your emotional plane. It's right across your heart. And then the bottom row is the physical plane your physical body. And depending on where your numbers fall there, uh, I look for patterns like where you might have two or three or four of a number. But I also look for tic-tac-toes. So if you play the game of tic-tac-toe, what numbers create arrows? You have a very distinct chart. So I'm going to show you quickly here. So what I'm looking at is, see in Christy's date, she connects the one, two, and three. This is the error arrow of the planner which means you are amazing at connecting the physical, the emotional, and the mental. And in fact, fact, you require it, right? Because you want that to be aligned. Oh my gosh. That is literally why I had to leave corporate jobs where I didn't work with people in the emotional capacity. And I literally remember saying like, I love what I do, but I need to know the impact it has. Yes. And so let's look at the second very powerful energy in your chart. You see how your one, five, and nine connect. Okay. So this is called the arrow of determination. You get things done. You can accomplish anything. And in fact, every obstacle, you're like, how can I overcome it? <laughs> right? Which, but the important thing for you to notice is your heart. So the five is literally, it's your heart chakra. It's right here. And so two things for you to consider with this arrow is, yes, in order for me to do it long-term, my heart has to be in it or else I'm just on this hamster wheel of doing, doing, doing. Mm -hmm. The second thing is when you come to an obstacle, instead of just plowing through, because you can, like this arrow, like you can do anything, like you're, you're good, right? But it's pausing and checking in with your intuition, checking in with your heart and saying, okay, is this an obstacle that I'm meant to overcome? Or is this an obstacle that's more like a detour? Am I meant to go in another direction? Because you like efficiency. You want to be efficient. You see how you're getting from one to nine in the quickest way possible? <laughs> right? Have you um, like seen all my social content? Efficiency no. is like my number one word. <laughs> so efficiency is great. And people like you help people like me who do not have that arrow, <laughs> get things done. And yet, you might find yourself yourself pushing things or just really like, oh, if I just do, if I just work a little harder, I know I can do it. Oh my gosh, and the message yes. there is like, okay, like check in with your heart. Yes, do- I said to somebody the other day, I was like, I feel like I always work so hard in one week because I'm like, maybe if I push now, next week will be better. If I push now, but- and it never ends. Nope. <laughs> like, it's not, it's just keep 
pushing and pushing and pushing. And I actually like in my business, that's so good to know because in my business, I set restraints for myself because I know if I don't do that, I will grow too fast that I can't keep up with it, right? We all know that if we grow explosively, you know, it's hard to maintain quality and, you know, serving customers the way you want. So I say, you know, no more than two clients or no more than three clients a month because I know, you know, I just put that hard barrier for me and I had like four or five reach out and I had to be like, whoa, I know my boundary, know my barrier, I have to push you. But if I didn't have those in place and like concrete written for myself, I would be like, yeah, let's do it. Every single thing that comes, like I'm going to do it. And I've actually had to learn that like I have to put restraints on myself for that. So right. it's super That's beautiful because you, once you have something, you will do it fully. Mm-hmm. And again, like, just like, I just love that. And in, instead of fighting against that, instead of you saying, okay, well, I promise myself that I'm like going to work a little bit less hard. Like I'm not going to go too nuts with these clients so I can take on more that will not work because right. your energy is like, I, I can't stop. I have, I have to this. serve you. Yes. Ooh, yes. Oh my gosh. For our listeners yes. who listened to my solo episode a couple weeks ago, one of the things I said was I had to drop low ticket offers because I was serving those You were always over. Over serving. Yeah. This is so good to know, you know, as someone in their business, knowing, you know, what those qualities are about yourself. So, you know, what offers actually line up with you? Because had I known this stuff before, I would have been like, of course, Christy, like you, you can't serve these people because you are so involved in like the emotion and caring and keep going with them. that It's like, that doesn't work. (laughs) And you know, this is for people sometimes who feel like maybe multi-passionate or they like to do multiple things and we look at your chart and if it's coded in your chart yes i mean from from discipline comes freedom right the, it, we we also want to look at it that way but it's like okay so how can i satisfy my need and want to change things up and also build a business where i'm not constantly reinventing the wheel all the time yeah. so it's not like sometimes i laugh because it's like i wish sometimes i would do this like I can use my numerology as an excuse, right? Because I have these four ones. I'm like, ah, like I'm just meant to be the ideas person, but I'm not meant to actually do the thing. But then I'm like, well, who's going to do the thing? <laughs> like, I also can't use numerology like as an excuse to be like, yeah. well, this is just me. Well, it's really just teaching you more about yes. your natural self. Yeah. And I want to see your, oh my gosh, I love it. So I want to talk a little bit about your job description, if that's okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh, okay. Yes. So your, um, contract card. So your uh, job description, I guess, in this lifetime, how you are really meant to help people is the ace of diamonds. And this is really uh, your biggest lesson is really leaning into your own self-worth and understanding. You're coming at me real (laughs) hard right now. (laughs) And it's like, listen, I am worthy, not because of what I do, but simply because of who I am. And then once you are able to really embrace that, and of course, um, so if you imagine a geometrical pattern all around, so then we look at different areas of the chart that are surrounding this. But for you, what you're really um, meant to help people do is to find new avenues to make money. Find yep. new, like, and, and you see here how there's a lot of space around it. Mm-hmm. You do that in many different ways, mm-hmm. right? But that is at the heart of it, of taking a seed maybe of an idea and, and helping them uh, nurture it, to grow it. Um, and also to see possibilities 
maybe that they can't see or are a little bit nervous to to take. Yeah. Um, but again, like that that feeling that we talked a little bit about with your numbers, but also that this card of self worth is also really um, learning that yes, you can have love and money and success, right? It's not like, I don't like, can't have it all. That's bullshit. Like at the same time, (laughs) listen, however, you know, you don't need to fully give up one for the other. And so, um, I think really helping your clients build sustainably where Mm. the business does not become their life. Yes. Oh, I love that. And so there's like a beautiful, yeah. And so it's just so beautiful how you can really see. Um, and I, I, I laugh because I, it's interesting. Like we, I didn't realize this obviously before uh, we started recording, but because of this, then there's all of these contracts between the two cards. And so actually you are in uh, my chart. So we have a, a connection, not the ideal client connection, but one that you, uh, what you do in this world helps me see more of the collective impact. Mm. You're able to have this view of, yes, you might be working one-on-one with someone, but you're also helping people like me say like, oh, but what's the collective impact? Like what, yeah. what, what, what more is out there? Like the possibilities. Um, and it's a beautiful, a beautiful gift to have. So that's thank amazing. you. Thank you for being born, Christy. <laughs> this is awesome. Oh my gosh. I did nothing. I was born. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that is literally so cool. I'm honestly mind blown right now because it's all those things that like I've been sensing and feeling but haven't been able to like put actual like facts or numbers or reasons to it. So I love that it is backed up in science. It is backed up in math, which for my little logical heart helps so much because I feel like sometimes I have a hard time understanding people because we feel like emotions are not always logical or based in something but they totally are because it's energies which okay that's so interesting so looking now that we know you know mine where would we start to look to say okay this is you know an ideal person for me what is it is it that you know that uh instability that you said or like where does that come in all right so let me do a quick calculation i'm gonna look in your chart for your ideal client and then we can also see the best way for you to reach them so the connection with the ace of diamonds you're meant to help the creative and i laugh because i know earlier before (laughs) you said you said a little bit of this and it's like ah you can't make this shit up but so you're meant to help a card a contract called the jack of clubs Hey, Jack of Clubs. Yes, Jack of Clubs. Hit hit Christy up. And uh, the Jack of Clubs, um, they like to do things their way. They like the freedom to be creative. They're starting, they're not quite the king, right? But they do feel this like, oh, but I I, want to serve more people. I'm Mm -hmm. here to serve in some capacity, but I don't want to give that, like, I don't want to give up my creativity. I don't want to, like, I don't want to be labeled and I don't want to be like put in this box. And so you're here to gently say to them, okay, listen, um, we're not going to dampen your creativity. We're just going to figure out a way so that you can serve more people with it. Um, You're asking them to, um, really helping them come into a higher level of communication. Mm-hmm. You're helping them learn some lessons in communication. And 
I don't want to say, because if any jack of clubs are, are listening, <laughs> I don't want you to come at me, but there's a sense of um, sometimes when they get pushed into the corner, they just like throw everything. It's like mm-hmm. irresponsible, like, oh, like overwhelm, overwhelm. Yeah. And sometimes the, well, the jack of clubs is so creative that the jack of clubs is also an awesome storyteller. So Ooh. two things come here. The first is you can help them turn those stories, you are the diamond, into Dallas. Like you help them turn that creative energy into something tangible, right? But also some things that are important for you to understand about your client is they also tell themselves stories about why they can't do something. Ooh, so right? they have built um, built objections already. Yes. And they formed them. So that so for me, and knowing what those are and knowing yes. going into conversations, knowing to overcome them, that's gonna make my life easier. And it's like understanding that these stories become thoughts and mm-hmm. these thoughts become beliefs. So they might come to you with such a strong belief, and then your job is to be like, okay, so is that true? Or is that just a story you're telling yourself? Is it true that a structure will make you less creative? Or is that a story that you might be telling yourself to help you avoid the structure? And I'm going to teach you a way that, that, right, that you can have both. I'm not going to dampen your creativity by giving you a structure. Um, And the jack, I think also the jack of clubs, whatever they do, they want it to be fun. Um, a little bit of like, not sarcasm, but just so smart and witty that they, they do like, to, they're a bit sharp, like a little bit sharp tongued. And I think that's important for you to know because um, you don't want to take anything personally, right? Oh my they, gosh. If my yeah. clients don't give me like a smiley face, I'm like, you're mad yes. at me. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so your job is to be like, eh. and this is how you can kind of like become detached, like, oh, jacket clubs, like given me, but I know like, and it does, but you don't back down. You're like, okay, I know, but this is a story they're telling themselves. And I know this is the way for them to break through that. And the way actually you're meant to um, get through to them is sharing your wisdom. I think this is really important for you to hear because it's actually not your knowledge, your book smarts that they're coming to you for. It's this wisdom that is like flowing through you. And you might not be able to pinpoint exactly, exactly where it's coming from, but you must trust it nonetheless. Um, And the more you can share like your wisdom and your experience, um, and that will actually help them because they're not um, looking for a Google solution. Yeah. They are looking for a Christie. Oh my gosh. That like makes so much sense. And, and when you said, you know, with, with creatives who like almost feel so creative, I've always kind of pinpointed my, you know, ideal clients as like people who never meant to own a business, but they were so good at whatever they did that it grew into a business. And they look at me and they're like, shit, I own a business now. What do I do? What happened? (laughs) Yeah. And yeah. And I'm kind of like, okay, let me run the business. You keep doing you, but Mm -hmm. you know, that makes so much sense that that that's exactly right. Like, and and it would have been easier if I hadn't had to piece this all together on my own. (laughs) (laughs) If I had just known from the start, but yes. And also what you said about, um, you know, they they come to me for wisdom, but not actually like number wisdom or like book wisdom. 
it's something I totally noticed in like content creation, which for someone like me is just, whoo, that's a whole nother ball game. But like knowing, you know, what are these people going to react to and people coming to me saying, well, I just trust you. Like I trust you. I know you're going to take care of me. And I'm like, I don't know why, how do I communicate that to people? But like, I don't know that that's the thing I'm working on pinpointing. That's like, what made you decide to do that? So that's, oh my gosh, so interesting. Mm -hmm. And it's really the energy frequency. And to that, it's like, yes, you know, we can look at ways to uh, curate the copy or where you show up. But in actuality, the message for everybody is to show up as yourself, mm -hmm. to not dilute your energy, right? You know, sometimes with numbers and sometimes with cards, I think... I, I think people sometimes associate, like I do a lot of times numbers with colors. And so if you think of yourself as a specific color, I want you to think of yourself as the most vibrant source of that color, just the most vibrant expression of that number. And that is your beacon in the world. And if you dilute it, if you try to maybe act like another number or you try to change a little bit of your frequency to be like someone else that you see or notice that is successful in their own way it's like you're dimming your light you are um, creating like this static in front of your energetic frequency and then people can't find you and so there are ways that we can um, enhance the the frequency like put a little bit of like a supercharge in the frequency but the true answer is so simple but it's true it's like you've got to be yourself yeah because there are literally energetically people who are meant to yes. work with you yes and when you attract them that's going to be the best relationship and I love that way of like finding your ideal client instead of being like who have I liked working with or who can I attract or who can I help serve it's like truly knowing what you know energy frequencies will go well together and how you will best serve them because I think then it's like who's also going to get the best result from your help instead of just like, oh, well, like, who do I like working with? Because sometimes those are different, I think. Agreed. Yeah. And there's also, it's a more complex calculation, but we look at the gifts, right? So they're in any relationship, we each have gifts from it, but it's not always the same. It's not always the same gift. And so, yes, your ideal client receives something from you, but you also receive this energetic exchange from your ideal client. And it's not just money right? There is something, there is something they are giving you as well. And so like by pinpointing that, you can be a bit more open to receive it. Um, even when it comes in the form of like, uh, you know, those things you get, you're like, this is not a gift, but it's a gift kind of, <laughs> yeah. you a can lesson. also, yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, so it's kind of, it's like that too. So, um, yeah, there's just so much that, um, we can use like with the energy and, and the, the best thing is, you know, for those just starting, it's like to your intuition whispers. And I think this is true for everybody, your ego, and we all have an ego. It's great. It helps us. Um, we t it tends to speak a little bit louder. And so sometimes people are like, oh, I'm not intuitive. I don't. And it's like, you are, but your intuition is just whispering. You just can't hear it. You just can't hear it. And so to create a little bit more space for that intuition to come in, even if your mind cannot make sense of it. And this, you know, is true very much so in, in numbers. Um, so if you are noticing like repeating numbers or you're just getting, um, you, you just are like your, even your mind or your eye is caught by like a license plate or a receipt or something in your business, I just encourage you to write it down. Don't make your mind make any sense of it. Um, just at that moment, 
and just just write it down and, and notice as if there's a pattern. And you know, I laugh. I, I always tell a story. So when I was in corporate, but very much like becoming open into this, this is how a lot of the trades happen for me. I would see a vision of like a logo of a coffee company, and I'd be like, "Oh, sell that." And I would, and everyone would be like, "How did you know that?" And I'd be like, "Uh." Well, and I like reverse engineer, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Back when I was on Wall Street, that I, I think I don't know what would happen. Like, right? And I had to reverse engineer the answer, which is like what our mind does. But even more recently, just a few years ago, I was getting, I, I was a numerologist, I was a practicing numerologist, and I kept on getting the same number 1025, 1025. I had no idea what it was. Honestly, I tried to make sense of it from a numerological perspective, but it kept coming. And it wasn't until. I was not thinking about it and I was typing an address and that number was the address of this location, which I was considering selling. (laughs) I was considering selling or not. I wasn't sure. And at that moment, I was like, sell that. And I was like, and my mind went to how it's, it's, it's past like the buyer's gone and, and open back up, open the deal. It's sold like, right. So there is some sense around your intuition. Isn't always so it's not always like, Hey Christy, this is your intuition speaking. And tomorrow you're gonna come with a, you're gonna face something that's like this. And then I want you to do this. Like we want it to be so, yeah. So we we have to take the time to understand what it's saying. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love that. That this is literally mind blowing because I feel like I'm going to have a whole different way to like approach my business now, and especially knowing that the things that I've been thinking and feeling are actually kind of like backed up in stats yes. and science and numbers yes. makes me feel a lot more confident about like, okay, this is the right direction. Like I'm not just guessing and having a good, you know, okay, I think this is right. I think this is what I've meant to do. That just makes me feel 10 times more confident that I'm like, okay, you're on the right path. Like this is what you're meant to do. So, okay. If all our, for all of our listeners listening who are like, oh my gosh, I have to work with Jessica. I have to figure out what she's saying. I want what she did for Christy. How can our listeners find you, work with you, give me all the details? Yeah. So if you simply want to calculate your ruling number, like I did for Christy, but oh my gosh, the four, I just love it. Like even when I was doing it, I was like, oh my gosh, if this There's is a, a four, four. <laughs> she's a four. Um, <laughs> then you can just come to my website, uh, jessicaserato.com backslash free gift, and you'll get a free ebook, which you'll be able to calculate your ruling number. And also just a warning, once you do yours, you're going to want to do everyone in your life. So do, go ahead and do that. And then there's a little descriptor. Wait, I'm going to start asking my clients for like right. their birthdays. <laughs> oh, I I'm totally do all the time. I'm not creepy, but like maybe. <laughs> or even like if you're dating, like before date, be like, oh, just put your birthday there. Um, <laughs> so you can calculate your ruling number. And there's a descriptor of like, what are some strengths you have? And what are some challenges that you have? And then of course, on my website, there's a lot of different ways to work with me. I work um, just one-off readings. Sometimes people are just curious and they want to know their chart. I work long term with business clients around this ideal client energy. Um, I also teach numerology, right? So there's a lot of different ways um, that you can work with me. I have a subscription um, and also Instagram, um, uh, jessica.serato. And I laugh, I'm the same everywhere because one more thing for your listener. So numbers also underlie the letters, right? So words and names have energetic frequencies as well. So when you're deciding on a business name or a name, we can look at the numbers of that. And so all that to say, Jessica Serrato um, is an 11 and that matches my ruling number. And I just love the magic of the universe because my parents thought I was gonna be a boy, like convinced. (laughs) And like Matthew, I was supposed to be Matthew. I was born and they were like, 
what? So three <laughs> days, four days came. And then, and so I had the most, I thought, always boring name. I was born in the seventies. My name is Jessica. No middle name. Cause they could only think of one name because they thought I was going to be Matthew. And this is part of the reason why I decided to keep um, my born name or maiden name when I got married. I didn't change it. It just felt right to me. And now I know why, because it matches my energy. Um, so all that to say, everywhere you can find me is the same because it's, I'm, I'm the same. It's an 11. It's Jessica Serrato. So jessicaserrato.com and on Instagram, jessica.serrato. And if you are on Facebook, I have a free group called Numbers Don't Lie, where we I do live readings there. So free live readings and you can come in and, and get a reading if you're curious about it. Oh my gosh. I love all of that. And for all of our listeners, this will all be linked in the show notes. So no worries about having to catch that. But Jessica, thank you so much for being here today. I seriously, this was like one of the most unique episodes I've ever recorded. And I, there was so much out of it. I have never heard some of these things before. So I am so thankful to have you on. And thank you for being so open. This is yes. like my joy to do this. So thank you for that. Oh, I love that. So to our CEO listeners, I hope you have enjoyed this just as much as I do. And we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.